0: Hey, AGs, are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villarosa, Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally Ready to be a top chef, one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City, which have, with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make. Eggs la français. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to homethreadscom scrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's homethreadscom scrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads. Love where you live. There may be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but I prefer a tincture.
1: (laughs) And the only thing sharper than my knitting needles are my observations.
0: (laughs) You guys, oh my God, you guys, I can't, I like literally might cry. I'm like feeling very emo and I can't even blame it on PMS. It's <laughs> episode 293 and I'm so excited because this is actually a very big deal. And I don't know why I said actually, because it's always a big deal when I'm recording with this person who's one of my favorite Bravoholics and also writer girls, which we'll get to. Um, I got to say, guys, it's the first time recording an in-person podcast podcast. Andy's yeah. Girls. <laughs> What's the name of the show? Oh my god, 293. What is it? What is it? Uh, since COVID, aside from the live show at Club Coming with OG of the AG, Damian Bellino in October. So this is a very big deal. I'm so excited to be, I'm triple excited as I am triple vaccinated to um, be recording in the office with one of my favorite people. Writer behind so let's talk about.com and a Miami stand, maybe, which, we'll, g- which we'll get to. Miami Rafi D'Angelo, welcome back to Andy's Girls. How are you?
1: Very excited to be in someone's closet. I haven't been in a um, closet since middle school.
0: Wow. <laughs> okay. Trigger warning it's actually closet Thank you so much. It's a closet office, but
1: I'm facing the closet part
0: yeah the best part oh you know what i didn't even think of that right. oh my god you do get a much not yes. just because you're looking at me but like it's like the little it's the wall of manolo's yes. and vintage you, and other collected it's very, dresses I don't,
1: I don't know if everyone has seen they like, haven't yet yeah, yeah you should one, yeah though. you should show it especially like just from this view i'm just look y'all i'm just looking at dresses and heels yeah. like the whole wall is just dresses and heels mm-hmm. yeah. so it's fabulous
0: thank you <laughs> i am waiting on one i'm well we have shelving this will be really helpful for you guys since it's an audio podcast but <laughs> there will be more shelving for the Manolos at the bottom and there is a piece that is hopefully coming maybe this week that will complete it for like right here where there's oh, okay, that empty frame. So we'll yeah. see. TBD on that. I'll tell you offline. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, this is a really big deal. This is, you know, when um friend of the pod, Studio Piccolo, who designed this space when we started working together, the goal was to have a space where I could record and be inspired by dresses and shoes so i'm so excited that we're recording in person i can't believe it i can't believe it we did we did it. um so listen how are you how are you doing
1: i'm great ask me about my tagline
0: um tell me about your tagline (laughs) and needles and um observations
1: so i decided to i my sister used to crochet when i was younger and she taught me how to crochet crochet what anything like just blankets mostly like blankets scarves, stuff like that into it and forgot all about it i hadn't crocheted since i was like five and then i picked it up a few years ago (gasps) as like an anxiety kind of thing because you know people like fidget spinners and i was like well that's silly uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I can do yarn and yeah, use you can make my a fingers, scarf. right? Yeah, instead, I'll have products. a product. Yeah. So I started doing a little crochet. And I was like, "Oh, that's nice." I made this huge blanket <gasps> for the couch. Everybody who comes over sees it. They're like, "Oh my god, how much was that? Is it like five hundred dollars?" It's so luxurious. I have to. I'll I'll show it to you. Um. And then I was like, you know, I'm gonna try knitting. I've never done that before. So I go online, YouTube, teach myself how to knit, made a couple scars. And I was like, you know what? I think I can make a coat. <laughs> go straight from scars to coat. And someone had sent me a. Pattern for a cardigan, no, and it was like this patchwork cardigan, and I was like, I like the idea, but I don't like the proportions or the colors or the pattern or. But otherwise, it's perfect. It. But otherwise, otherwise it's, it's perfect. Otherwise, it's great. Otherwise, it's so great. So that was my inspiration for it. Oh, well, I guess I should have pulled up a picture so everybody can get your reaction. Oh you yeah, it. guys, this is so um, fun
0: for an audio podcast that we're talking <laughs> but, visuals, and I love it. I'm here um, for it. So
1: I decided I was like, you know what? I want to make a coat because I have this event to go to, and the dress list was like uh, the, the was it was like dress from home crochet no it was just like dress <laughs> to impress like turn a look I was like okay, okay I'm gonna turn a look so I made this coat it is lined zipper. what the fuck <laughs> isn't that fabulous swipe
0: <laughs> what the fuck this is actually this is how I am as a person this upsets me
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at oh, that lining! Oh my Look god, how guys! That I'm gonna
0: is. post this on social when that <laughs> app goes up, so you can see. I'll put it in the on the oh, Instagram yeah. post of a. Oh my god! And Harry Styles is your inspo. Yes. Holy
1: so that was the inspiration, shit. but I just thought I could do it better, and I did.
0: How long did that take you? So I'm
1: not sure how long the patches took me because I just do it on the couch while I'm like watching TV. So um, I'm making another one for someone, and I'm actually logging how long I'm knitting. Are it. you
0: Are you charging them? Yeah
1: Um, because I posted it on Twitter, and then people were like, I want one, I want one, blah, 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 And so this lady put half down as a deposit, (gasps) and I was like, okay, I'll make her one. And she changed some of the colors and stuff. I was like, all right, you know, because it's customizable. Um, But it took me, like, four hours to put it together. Like, after all of the patches and stuff were done, it took me four hours to, like, actually put the sleeves on and the zipper in and the lining that all took me four hours
0: question for you what's the difference between knitting and crochet
1: crochet is one and it's a hook N- oh, right, knitting no, 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 is right. two needles
0: so i tried knitting for like 40 minutes many years ago and then I was like I think I'm good I like it's I couldn't remember how to do it and then I like, remember how to redo it and I never picked it up again but that's such a yeah, good it's idea it's definitely
1: not for everybody what I say is when people look at that was like oh my god it's so hard da, da, da. I was like knitting isn't hard once you get the motion, it's just repetitive. And I that love is, repetitive. Is, that's not for everybody. For me, it's like it's great for anxiety. Anytime I feel yeah, anxious, I, get, I have my little knitting. Yeah. Um, I knit in bars, I knit at parties. Like I'll be the person like, oh, I am done with all this social interaction. I'm gonna sit out on the couch and bring my knitting needles. And then the other quiet people in the room come sit next to you because they're like, Oh, what's this person doing? This is the chill corner. Yes, I have knit at so many ports.
0: Follow up question Can AGs get in touch if they want to order a custom piece?
1: yeah that's fine.
0: Where can they reach out to you?
1: I mean, I am Rafi d'Angelo on everything, every platform so twitter uh instagram facebook um i'm not I'm not opening an Etsy store. It's not like I'm looking for people who you know i'm not you trying might not have to start capacity a business, for that, right. right I'm not trying to start a business but if somebody offers me enough money like this lady did on Twitter and I was like yeah I'll do that and it's fun to do so
0: wait a second because I am now in this like beautifully redesigned apartment I do need, you need a blanket, blanket mm-hmm. for the couch
1: you need a blanket
0: and sidebar my mom is coming this weekend first time like seeing the space and the last time she was here I was like bring something this <laughs> is so. I'm like this much of a basket case. Where I was like, "You need a towel, because I only have two towels from literally the '80s from your house. No joke. Literally, the '80s are the two towels I have." And I was like, "Bring a blanket, and I have a pillow." And she just brought warm clothes. And Aww, then that's so nice. Yeah, it was. It you can kind of
1: see I, the blanket off. in the back corner there. <gasps> it's a queen size blanket, so you can't actually see I the size. So angry. <laughs> that's the blanket.
0: I, i am really upset about this this is that's a a glimpse into my personality type i need a couch blanket i need it immediately okay we're gonna we're gonna talk talk. because i truly need a blanket and i want you to make it because it'll mean so much more if it's from you and not um amazon prime
1: i am much more likely to make a blanket for someone than a coat because the blanket doesn't require anything other than the yarn. The coat, I mean, there's a lot of, I had to sew the lining together, like on my sewing machine. This is fascinating. I had to stitch, hand stitch the zipper in because that's the only way you can attach a zipper to yarn. And I had to like physically put this thing there. Oh, I put toggles on it so I could make like a nice little turtleneck wrap at the top. Oh, the
0: thing that you pull?
1: Yeah, the, the little.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah with yeah, the yeah. thing.
1: So it was, a, it, there are a lot of different skills. In that coat, but the blanket, you know, just sit on the couch, go straight back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. How
0: long would it take you? And guys, that add on a day. T- <laughs> add on a day when you're sending in a proposed quote.
1: That uh, blanket took me three weeks during <gasps> quarantine to do while we were watching Fuck Marvel, me. We, That's me a weeks. lot
0: of time of like hours a day.
1: Oh, like just whenever. It wasn't like I was just doing it all the time, but from beginning to end for, for a queen size blanket, three weeks. I feel like that is really speedy. <laughs>
0: I'm already thinking of the money. (laughs) I wanted you to be like an hour and a half. Oh, no.
1: No, that's a... But it can be faster because that is a small yarn. If Mm -hmm. you want a bigger yarn, that's less stitches Mm -hmm. and it goes a lot faster.
0: Okay, well, we'll we're going to do a design consultation on the new People's People's Couch after this. Um, Do you watch Housewives while you're knitting, crocheting?
1: I do. Um, It depends on which franchise because, you know, some I pay more attention to than others. But, uh, yeah, I definitely knit or crochet during the boring ones.
0: (laughs) Which ones do you consider boring? Uh, OC. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. We need to have a conversation because i want to say i want to say a personal statement okay and you tell me if you disagree which i feel fairly confident that you will as i i've thought about this today i actually felt a little emo maybe i am even though it's not technically i'm going through some sort of hormonal stage at this point today in my life spiritually and otherwise
1: where you are in your pajamas (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, it's for a guest. Otherwise, I would be in a robe. I accidentally fa- saw like Zoom video recently when you're like recording whatever. There were so many episodes of AG in deep COVID where I was absolutely in the thinnest possible robe <laughs> looking like fucking shit. No, this is a new Macy's Super Sale clearance schmada. So this is my and my Springsteen hoodie from 75 years ago. Um, it's my version of upscale. Thank you so much. Oh, okay. I yeah, I, I just want to <laughs> let you know that. Um, but I was thinking about this earlier, and I want you to tell me your thoughts. I realized that for the last couple weeks, noting that there are moments and scenes that I disagree with or maybe find cringe, I am completely satisfied and enjoying of the four franchises three of the four to such an extent that I feel like I'm glowing when I'm watching. (laughs) And those four are Miami. Yes. New Jersey. Yes. And Orange County. Sorry. And I thought part one of Salt Lake was great, but like there is something about Orange County and New Jersey this week and Miami, of course the finale and I just started the reunion are I found them sublime. I was like, this is why I'm a Bravo-holic, because (laughs) these shows are making me think, they're making me laugh. I don't in any way feel weird about like production stuff having to do with it, or any of the women specifically. It just feels like peak great content, and I feel so fortunate that there are three franchises that I feel that way about, and I want to hear your counter since...
1: Well, Orange um, County might not be a fave. Well, Orange County is better right now than it has been. Mm -hmm. So I feel what a high bar. I feel like that's maybe where it's coming from. It's like, oh, this is so much better than shit. It's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Like that's where that's coming from. But it's not. It's not great because my big thing with OC is like, it's entertaining in a way that it hasn't been. I just don't care about anybody. So I'm not invested in them in a way that I would be a franchise that I care about the people. Like, and some I actively dislike. So mm-hmm. I recognize that Jen is in a terrible marriage, but I don't like her, so I don't care. Because so I'm like, you deserve that terrible marriage because you're a bad person. <laughs> so
0: I mean, I don't know how to say this. I had a lot of people get in touch about like how cringe they thought that dinner scene was, and it's going to sound. This is my honest, my honest take was like, I thought it was really funny and enjoyable. And I don't feel the stakes here because as you said, like, I, I, I don't care about her. And I don't know if she stays on the show or doesn't. I don't think she will. But if she stays on the show or doesn't, it does not affect my life in any way because she's sort of a non entity. And as a result, it makes the scene to me. Much more interesting, which is a counter to what I normally say, because for me personally, there are no stakes. This isn't a Shannon David situation. (laughs) This isn't even a Heather Terry onion ring at the (laughs) fucking bajillion dollar barbecue moment. This is a woman who's drinking to excess. It is awkward in the best possible way to me. She is in a strange marriage and relationship, but seems to be, from my perspective, an active participant in some of the toxic yeah, energy it terrible these are two right terrible it's not people this bad guy and this, like, right i think that's i think it's two people who are speaking at or of each other and he is at the point where he does not know how or does not care to communicate anymore and she's communicating in all the worst ways and then she drinks a fucking shit and looks like it she makes to me an ass of herself and I don't mean that as a critique. I'm so appreciative for it. I thought it was an iconic dinner scene. I'm sorry. That's just how I felt.
1: I I don't disagree necessarily. It just does not like it doesn't do anything for me. Mm. It doesn't do anything for me watching kind of like two unhappy people yeah. stick it out or the end of a marriage. Like both of those mm-hmm. things are sad to me. Um so even though I don't like care about her as a person, like you know, there's like little kids who are gonna are be shuttled children. between, right? How, so these two little kids are either gonna have very unhappy parents, or they're gonna have separate parents who are still gonna be unhappy because mm. they are genuinely unhappy people, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like the kids seem delightful, the little bits of them that we get to see. I on don't remember. TV. I don't yes. remember anything
0: <laughs> about them. You're mentioning children. I could. I've seen every episode. Like the the
1: little um. Like when, t- when, when they does she
0: have a ginge?
1: I don't know. No, they're, they're blonde kids. Oh, but okay. like when they um, when they were at the she took her daughter to get a pedicure. Oh, right.
0: And, and they were talking
1: tra- about the nanny. It was like, yeah, she's like a mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that her daughter borrowed her like Chanel makeup. And I was like, and I her daughter of-
1: named herself. That's so boss. You you so they gave her daughter. See, you don't care about this franchise either. <laughs> like, <laughs> I
0: don't remember. Yeah, I so they tune um, out. I tune exactly. out when she's on screen. I don't mean it on purpose. It's just she's so boring. I
1: think kids are like uh, the the truth tellers, you know. Yes. So whenever somebody's kids are on, mm-hmm. I pay more attention, even if I don't like the parents. But yeah, so at one point she's um, talking about her daughter, and they gave her daughter a name, but she started calling herself something else at like one and a half. And Whoa. so now that's what they call her. Wow. Like she just renamed herself that at one a and a half. Move. And so now that's her name. I think it's Cece. I think that's what she that's named herself. Name. But yeah, so that's her name now. And that is a boss child. The same child who said the nanny is more like a mommy. So I love, like the kids seem delightful. Mm.
0: <laughs> if you were one of her friends, you know, there was that like weird counseling session dinner that um didn't go terribly well but if you were one of jen's friends what would you be advising her right now
1: um well jen is not a person that i think you can advise like I. oh that's interesting i think she is the kind of person who is set in her ways and that she is correct mm-hmm. and that any problem that she has is the other person's fault like i don't think I think she gives lip service to the fact that, you know, I work all the time and blah, 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 but hasn't really looked into, like, what that is doing to mm-hmm. her or her family. Not that, you know, moms can't work. My mom worked and everything was great, but she just does not focus on her family in a way and doesn't appreciate him, and she says that she recognizes that, but that's not, like, she's not that kind of reflective person. I feel like she is just... She just needs to divorce. <laughs> she needs a divorce, work on herself, be a good mom, and that's it.
0: And I don't know what kind of partner she's looking for. I would assume that she likes the fact that this is someone who, I mean, they keep referencing the fact that he doesn't wear a shirt, which I'm like, why, yeah, why is like this it's, it's so frequently a top? He's not even like a top
1: 10 husband to me.
0: I wouldn't think of like, ranking him. I'm just yeah, like, so oh, like he's he in the room matter, again. Right. right. Like, like he he just, it's, he he's of top no top consequence husband, in any no. way. But she married a very specific personality type, and they have a specific uh, arrangement.
1: She married a personality type that is now biting her in the ass. Like, she, she, married she a pers- she married a personality type to, like, get her through her dad. Dying and all of that kind of stuff. So she married a she She married a a carefree personality type, and that's what she got. Yeah. But now that is no longer working for her. Like she married this personality type to help her through her grief, but that Mm. is like the person you are during grief is not the person you are all the time. So now she is not the person she was when she needed that personality type. Such a good point. So I think she needs herself like she needs mm. another person just like her and then a nanny to run the household like she needs another person mm-hmm. who is just as like career driven mm-hmm. family standoffish mm-hmm. like that she needs that kind of also parent which isn't great for the kids <laughs> but that's the person that she's looking for that's she's the kind looking of partner for, she is looking for someone who is bringing that same kind of thing to the table because i think that even if she had it she wouldn't want to be a stay-at-home mom yeah like she would still be doing the same thing and you would have two parents who are always working but you know may- then again maybe if she had an- another support system she would work less like if you have mm. two people who work like she's working 125 mm-hmm. percent and Ryan is working. <laughs> what like, a fucking terrible yeah, name. Yeah, Speaking of so names. She, so Cece needed to help right. him out,
0: That's all I have to say.
1: So she she's going 125% mm-hmm. at all times. He's going like twenty-five percent. Mm-hmm. So like maybe if she met another go-getter, they would both go seventy-five. So then they would have energy left over for I don't know. I'm just like trying to give her anything because I don't like that lady.
0: <sighs> what does it mean to be in a re- in a relationship, in a marriage, in a committed marriage with kids? And realize or understand that you want to be with a very different personality type. Like there seems to be some sort of human response of this person just needs to change because I have changed or we need to change together. But like how realistic is that to expect Ryan to be someone who communicates, to be someone who Puts on a shirt and socks. Like, how, if that is what matters to her genuinely, it might matter to her that she goes to a fancy dinner with friends at a bajillionaire's house and this person shows up and feels like they fit into this environment. Like, how do you handle that if you realize that your environment has changed, but your partner isn't able to adapt to and with it?
1: I mean, that's why marriages end. Like, yeah, most of true. them end. And it's because people change. And if, unless you're changing in the same direction, then it's not going to work. Unfortunately, for these two, it's not that she changed so much as she just that phase in her life was over. Yeah. So.
0: God, and that's also one of the concerns of like jumping into any kind of significant relationship after a period after of After any upheaval. Huge, but that's like a yeah, huge upheaval. Not,
1: yeah, because you're not the per, you're not yourself. Yeah. Surrounding that mm-hmm. time. So that was her mistake and now she's living in it.
0: I was talking about this actually with someone um, the other day when I was talking about like previous dating yada that there had been someone that i was like sort of getting to know or getting to know again or whatever and they were going through a significant loss and i was and they wanted a serious committed relationship immediately following it and i was like i can't no i can't do it because i don't know who you are yet and you are now a different person than you were a couple months ago a year ago whatever the case may be. And I don't, I I can't do that. I can't jump into that with you because I'm still trying to figure out who I am, let alone who you are, let alone who we can be together. And it's just, for some people, I could see that working in the sense that if you lose someone in your family, I understand the urge to want to create and begin your own family together. Like, I get that. But I think the challenge associated with it, exactly as you said, when you come out of that phase who are you and who are you left with mm-hmm. I mean that's really tough like who are you it's almost like you have to reintroduce who you are to this person who's probably thinking who are you now mm-hmm. I was with somebody for five years six years I don't remember how fucking long they were right. married because I again wasn't paying no, no big cares. attention <laughs> but like w- the process of reintroducing yourself to yourself let alone to your spouse that's got to be really intense, and I don't know that that's something that Dr. Jen is able to even understand no. or interested in. Or she interested in. She might not be, in, she because might not be she, interested.
1: she just wants Ryan to be a different person. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's the end of it. Like, she wants Ryan to be a different person than he is ever going to be, so...
0: Yeah, and I feel like we need to think a little bit about the Shane Simpson accord, which is like the idea that for many of us, and maybe understandably so, his first season, a lot of us were like he's a piece of shit. He's not listening to his wife. He seems very uncomfortable in their marriage and what and I actually also PK too. And I feel like in getting to know both of them over the over their you know seasons and as they've gotten more comfortable with being on camera, understanding the environment, I have a lot of respect for them. Like I really appreciated Shane this episode talking about his religion and mm-hmm. spirituality, listening to Emily, countering her when he's like, you don't know the situation with your parents. And I wonder with Ryan, because I really genuinely find myself respecting Shane. And I wonder with Ryan, like,
1: Would he be better as time goes on?
0: Well, it's like... I think the difference here is that
1: Shane and PK are married to better people than Jen.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, you're totally right. No, I'm serious. I know, I know you are. I know you are. (laughs) Like,
1: like, so, like, Shane was being an asshole opposite a decent person.
0: Yeah.
1: Ryan is being an asshole opposite an asshole.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, Is he not drinking because of, is it because he's Mormon? He never actually answered it. He said either I'm Mormon or an alcoholic as a one-off joke. And I was like, wait a second. but
1: I thought he he was Mormon.
0: I think he is Mormon. I think that's because he said some smart-ass comment back to Terry.
1: Because I just remember being shocked that there's so many Mormons. Why are there there so many Mormons? Mormons? This is not Utah. I did not know there were so many Mormons in Orange County. I shouldn't be surprised. I live with a former Mormon. They are literally everywhere. (laughs) I love that. There are so many Mormons everywhere. This is the second former Mormon I've lived with in New York City, actually. The first one was from Florida. I met him on MySpace. He came up to visit (laughs) and never left.
0: Oh, my God. Talk about a top eight. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yep. he, He came up to visit me once. And never left. He was supposed to be here for two weeks, and he was here for like eight years. Did he and now pay? He lives in Ireland? Oh, yes, he did. I was like, at least yeah, I paid he, his he rent. enrolled at Hunter College, graduated, wow. everything. But like, he came to visit and just never left. He I was love a former that. Mormon, and then uh, my roommate right now is a former Mormon who grew up in Georgia. So there are a lot.
0: I have only met someone who I know who I was aware of who is a Mormon in high school who's so sweet although there was one awkward moment when he told me knowing that I was Jewish and I was like one of the few Jewish kids at my um high school in East Greenwich Rhode Island and he told me that his church prayed over Jews to convert them to Mormonism after they died oh and, yeah. and apologies to Mormons if I'm like screwing this up this is my remembrance of no, what he said to me at 16. Yeah. And I think I responded back immediately and was like, "You know what? I think we're actually all set." <laughs> like, I don't think like, we're please don't
1: do that to me when I
0: die. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, did we give you consent like as ghosts cuz I don't think that's a part of our shtick. Like, yeah. I think we're just like have a party and then goodbye. Yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> yeah, that was like a that was a fun learning experience of like, "Ooh, I don't know how I would feel about that, but like I, but you'd I, be dead. So you, that's right.
1: like, I really don't care what prayers you put on that's me true. after I'm dead. If it makes you feel happy, go for it. Yeah, forward. that's true. Like, any little prayer you want, say a little prayer for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't care.
0: I just sang that in my head. <laughs> like, <right. laughs> like,
1: do not care. Anything you want to do after I'm dead, oh I will not God. know about it.
0: Are there any aspects of Orange County that are getting your attention? Or are you just overall like, this is not where I want to be? It's not that
1: I hate it. Mm. It's just um, like I don't have anybody to root for really. So I'm not that invested. Okay. Um, I don't mind Heather. Okay. I don't mind Gina. Okay. And I don't mind Emily.
0: Okay. But I don't
1: root for any of them. I don't Uh actively like them. I Uh will not follow them outside of the show I don't Mm -hmm. care what happens to them Mm -hmm. I don't find them incredibly compelling Mm -hmm. I do find Emily funny sometimes though she is genuinely funny Gina
0: has a great (laughs) sense of humor too Gina's quick
1: Gina is comfortable I feel like Gina is like very comfortable Mm -hmm. but like she's not witty she's just like comfortable in her Mm -hmm. status now as like kind of a veteran yeah and so now she has kind of a different air about her Mm -hmm. as a tenured person Mm -hmm on the show mm-hmm. that has new people yeah, you know um, but yeah Emily can be funny Shannon's is just one of the most obnoxious people yeah okay yeah. uh-huh interesting I I'm, I'm <laughs> I um, disassociating yep, from my body why. right now
0: when you said three I was like in invisible ink I'm adding the Shannon <laughs> yeah. at the end of this she's just
1: so annoying to me is she? she is
0: why is that? because um, the tone of her voice is one of the things that <laughs> <laughs> way When she laughs, my heart soars. I'm glad that for you and her. (laughs) (laughs) I love her so much. (laughs) (laughs) Is there ever a point where you could find her? Yeah. Or appreciate her or or do you yeah, like her I on the show? If I changed
1: everything about her. She was okay. a different person. Well, that's fine.
0: <laughs> Apparently, that's something that people can do in yeah. marriages and relationships. Yeah. So we might as well be able to do it with individual housewives.
1: <laughs> Go for it, Shannon. Be a new person. <laughs> I think but she- she's not like a malicious person or anything like that. No, like, no, I don't no. Th- like she's not evil or anything. She is just, you know, I worked at bed bath and beyond okay on 61st is it still
0: didn't close no may its memory be a blessing yeah
1: (laughs) so i worked there for a while and a lot of those women remind me of shannon most of our customers were women who used to be rich oh that's tough and weren't anymore and they still behave as though they are rich yeah and it is very obnoxious and so anytime she is on the screen it's like oh you used to be rich
0: She's got to go to Turtle Bay with her receipt and her pillow from Mm -hmm. eight months ago. And she's like, you know what? I can no longer afford this $30 pillow. It's
1: her. So no, thank you, Shannon Bedore. The Bedore is closed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but in the dynamic of Shannon and Gina, I mean, what do you think of Gina? One could argue potentially uber focusing on Shannon and applying the idea of malicious intent to Shannon's character. Like, what do you think of that? I
1: think... I think I too, if I was faced with Shannon all of the time, would have you. a I'm worse kicking you out. I feel like I would have a worse opinion of her if she was in my face. I think the television screen being removed, like she being removed from me, means that I can be a little more objective because you see bird's eye. But if I am Gina <laughs> and Shannon is in front of me, I too would probably have a more negative opinion of shannon
0: why is that
1: because shannon is so over the top and emotional and like i don't know what goes on in her head i don't that, think she knows <laughs> i mean that with love right? like i don't know what i don't i just don't understand her motivations as a person mm-hmm. like because i i don't think she's a mean person no but i also don't think she um, knows how to be nice, maybe? Like, <laughs> like, like you know, uh, being a great person is kind of a learned skill that mm-hmm. she doesn't have. So, mm-hmm. she, so she's not like, oh, I'm an evil, malicious character, but she doesn't know how to be a great person.
0: And how? Why, what's the difference between Shannon then and Heather Dubrow? Do you think Heather Dubrow is a great person? <laughs> no. <laughs> <But> <laughs> what's the quali- Why does that have to because be a qualification d- for Shannon but because, not Heather? Because Heather is less other annoying. Things. Yes. God, it got it got. It. got it.
1: Like Shannon is an annoying person who <sighs> does not have this learned skill. Heather is not an annoying person, and I genuinely like watching people react mm-hmm. to Heather. Mm-hmm. Like Heather. Um. Is just a, such a ridiculous person that you don't never see on TV. Mm. There are a lot of people like Shannon on TV. There are not a lot of people like Heather on TV, That's where really you have funny. this like uber liberal, super rich, completely unself aware mm. like, God bless. Just all these different mm-hmm. parts of a person that do not go in one person. Mm-hmm. Like, you do not see those characteristics in the same person. Yeah. So it's I think it's fascinating to watch her enormous, huge, ridiculous house and all of her enormous, ridiculous money while being a (laughs) liberal. It's so fun.
0: I feel like with Shannon, not to bring it back to my um, spiritual best friend, um, but I feel like with Shannon, I think Shannon has been in crisis for so long in her life. And there was a long period of her time with David where she was in crisis, but unwilling to acknowledge it. And then he forced her to acknowledge it when he left her. And I feel like she's probably one of those people who, without a specific crisis, doesn't know how to acclimate back to like a consistent, even keeled Mm -hmm. flow. And life might not work out that way. And there's things that happen that you don't have any control over. But I feel like there are aspects of her that are constantly cycling, like her individual pattern speed mode is always like uber activated and she doesn't necessarily know how or maybe want to change that so when you deal with housewives who are now much more comfortable much less senior than her but like emily and Mm -hmm. gina are obviously a lot more comfortable in this role and maybe with their cast members, Heather Dubrow has been comfortable since the day she was literally born yes. when she instructed the doctor on how to remove right. her from her mother mm-hmm. and then reminded them to, like, do whatever right. the fuck they – like, oh, don't hit me so I can cry. I can do this on I'm my an own. i actress.
1: I can <laughs> cry on cue. Did
0: you not see me on Malibu Country? Um, but I feel like with Shannon, there are aspects of her – you know where she like has a joke about being like fun Shannon which I of course love but there are aspects. I did like
1: when she called Heather a drug dealer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean like when she she's like she has quippy uh, quippy comments and when she laughs I truly it makes me feel so warm like I I truly do die for her but I feel like sometimes there are other aspects where she struggles like I think she genuinely does struggle in, in social situations and struggles to like Acclimate to the speed of her contemporaries because they're just, I don't mean this in a critical way of her or them, but they're just on a different level than her. You know, like Mm -hmm. I don't mean this as like a, Kelly Ben Simone I'm up here right. you're down here evidently she's Madonna like I, I just meet it in the sense of like or in a Larsa a Pippen
1: we have a new hand motion now because oh like, Larsa Pippen brought it back so props to her
0: Larsa <laughs> Pippen so I just started the Miami reunion
1: okay but I didn't start it so we can't talk about the reunion we can't
0: talk about I only it watched Ex- the finale. okay except to say I will never take this back this okay. is a place of honesty <laughs> this is a, the cloth is a safe space i am very into larsa on housewives i do not want the cast to change at <laughs> all and i keep only keep want kiki to be of.
1: added i want kiki to be added
0: okay people keep talking about adding kiki yes and i love that because i, I want to pr-
1: see her life because you know that's the difference between what we see as like a friend of or a uh, a uh, full-time right. you get to see their life i'm mm-hmm. to see what her life is like mm-hmm. like going on her instagram like oh former miss haiti and it's so fabulous like i want to see her life
0: i don't you think we we would never really even got in i don't remember why she's there we never really i think
1: she was just one of the people that was you know testing to be on the show
0: mm. I feel like she never got the chance to like show herself and a lot of people are asking for it. A lot of people want to see it and I would love to see it.
1: And she'll definitely be around next season. Do you think
0: she will? Definitely. Yeah, She
1: had a great time and everybody had a great time with her, which is what matters. Yeah. Like everybody enjoyed Kiki. Mm. So and she and it wasn't like she was boring, like she brought Mm -hmm. an extra little fabulousness and, you Mm -hmm. know, it was great having Kiki around. Mm -hmm. So I think she'll be back.
0: If you would have told me before this reboot that Adriana would be a mess, I would be like, of course, that's literally all that she can do. But if you would have told me that on the reboot, Larsa Pippen makes what I would consider a triumphant return, considering she was so... No, just in considering (laughs) she was so awful that for her to have... For me to be able to watch her and not like recoil is a genuine miracle. <laughs> you she was,
1: recoiled from her the first season she was on? She
0: large? was one of the I would say that Larsa Pippen and Christy Rice were <laughs> two of, in the top five, two of the worst housewives of all time. And I think
1: the Larsa that was on season one is still the Larsa that she is. And it came out when she was talking about her resume. I have the best resume mm. of any of them. I've been I married the longest and I, I have it. four kids. And I was like you're still that person who is judging somebody for walking down a catwalk. That you were in season one, you're still that person who is judging everybody who does not behave in the way that you behave, while you are behaving the way you behave. Like it is insane to me. I so Adriana is a mess. Like that's not yeah, she doesn't. That's not up for debate. So chaotic, but she definitely has a point when she is talking about how Larsa has always felt that she was better than the rest of them. And now she thinks she's even more better than the rest of them. Right. Like she feels like she blessed the cast by mm-hmm. showing up. And it's like, Oh, now I'm super, like she thought she was better than them from the beginning because she had the best resume. She mm-hmm. was the longest married one on the first season. Mm-hmm. And she already had all them kids. Like mm-hmm. she already had the resume. So now she has the resume plus the notoriety like during that fight when she was saying you know since then like you haven't even been in the press like I'm Mm. in the press and uh, like she thinks she's so much better than them just because she sleeps with 23 year olds and gets in the press yeah like that is not a thing like Adriana is a more accomplished person than you are what have you done Larsa other than be a wife and now be a side piece well
0: no that was an accomplishment she was in a significant relationship with this like superstar w- one of the best of all time from what people who watch sports tell Ooh. me and I did watch that thing what was the thing called the, did you watch it on the last Dance?
1: yes it was so it good. was so good so good and also
0: I don't understand she keeps referencing all the money that they have but when you watch the last dance a big part of it
1: is about how little money that he got so like mm-hmm. why
0: do we keep does she not? Maybe
1: endorsements? I don't know where you got the money from.
0: I don't think that happened. I mean, maybe she sold a lot of fee picks. She's making fucking bank right now. She's making like allegedly $4 million plus. And her feet are
1: not that cute. I don't understand. I mean, she's, I, would pay, I, would
0: pay, I would have to pay people to look at my feet, and I, I would know. not do that to them because I don't believe in. So yeah. So Larsa um,
1: is still the same person that she always was. She is a little hoity-toity. I'm better than you. I'm looking down on everybody else. Hypocrite.
0: okay i don't know why because you're saying this and i don't disagree with you but i don't know if i'm like feeling zesty right now or what i just really genuinely enjoy her on the show oh i think she made great television but
1: i wouldn't like i don't respect her but she made good tv she's one of those wives where it's like oh this is great for conflict but i do not respect you as a person
0: i feel like i side with her in some parts maybe it's because i feel like adriana is such a shit show she feels like the worst aspects of tamra judge from like from the beginning of tamra's time and no and apologies to tamra honestly for making that comparison but like an agent I of don't chaos dis- who's i don't just dislike, there to fuck with people i don't
1: dislike adriana as a person what i don't dislike her as a person i think she's like a mess but i would i would trust adriana before i trust larsa Like, I, because Adriana, it's on her sleeve. Like, you know exactly Mm -hmm. who Adriana is. Mm -hmm. And Adriana is a friend who, like, shows up for you. And... I genuinely was invested in her friendship with Julia. It was weird to me in the beginning too, but mm-hmm. I had the same turnaround that Nicole did. Where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, now I understand this friendship. This is like an Oprah Gayle friendship. This mm-hmm. is like these two people are, are obviously in love with each other in the deepest sense. It's That's really not romantic. Point. That's a really you good know? point. You know, and w- there isn't a whole lot of space for those kinds of relationships. Like you, like where those those deep lifelong friendships, mm-hmm. we don't see them that often because we make them romantic, but they are a little bit romantic because you are in love with this person that you just are not romantically involved with because love is not a finite resource. Mm. Adriana is not a threat to Martina. She's not a threat to their marriage at all. Mm. But this is like, you know, a very deep connection that they have. And I think it's really beautiful. And the fact that Julia is clearly a good person. Yeah. And has this friendship with Adriana. Tells you something about tells Adriana. Tells you something that's about really Adriana. I hadn't thought about that. So. so
0: you're making really, you're like really <laughs> honestly changing and shifting my perspective, which is the absolute best. Because really
1: what has Adriana done that's, that makes you think she's a bad person?
0: I think she's very hypocritical. And I think that she's... Like, in,
1: like give me like an example.
0: I think the whole thing with, um with Gertie and coming at her at that... Dinner about making things about her when she was just sharing vulnerable moments at the table. I think it was disrespectful and it, slightly disingenuous. And I also it think was that disres-
1: it, I agree that it was disrespectful. Um, I wouldn't have done that. But even in that moment, like I would not behave that way because I have better manners. But I would have thought it. Okay. Like I didn't disagree with what she said. Like I was thinking the same thing. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have said it just because I have better manners and I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she is a housewife on a reality show. It's not like she is great at navigating social situations or isn't a little bit of a narcissist. Like they all are a little bit of a narcissist. So the things that I would not say because it would hurt someone's feelings, they don't always have that off switch. And so she said it.
0: (laughs) I think the thing with Adriana is that I look at her as someone who is almost incapable of growing or learning or taking responsibility. She seems to dig in her heels To such a great extent that it can be frustrating for me to watch her because all I see is her get angrier and angrier about things that she might not agree with. But she's to me incapable of listening to other people when she feels like they're countering her opinion. And that to me is very frustrating to watch. I
1: only really saw that with Larsa and I felt like she was digging in because she hates Larsa like I didn't see it well, so I think much that was as like the big counter yeah, I, think, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, know
0: who else she was really coming at yeah, aside from I Gertie yeah
1: I didn't see it so much as like you know this is a personality trait where she can't admit that she's wrong it's more just like I hate this lady so much and I feel like she's being a hypocrite with her point right now
0: yeah, and I feel like a part of it for me, honestly, is there's a little bit of a baggage associated with the fact that we haven't seen these women in, what, eight years or something mm-hmm. insane, but I still remember the Adriana from before who annoyed me before, <laughs> so now I see new people, new situations, I'm obsessed with, I think Marisol is doing better now on the show than she did before. I'm glad
1: she had that turnaround with Nicole, because I was completely cool on Miss Marisol after her, you mm. know, after that when Nicole tried to smooth it over with her outside, was trying to have a grown up conversation yeah. and she just walked off like, you know, You're crazy if you think I care about this or whatever she said, I was like, that is the most petty, immature, ridiculous thing because every point Nicole was making was very like Nicole is the regular person of the season. Yeah. Like she is just a regular person having regular mm-hmm. conversations. She's rational and Marisol was just like, Oh, you're being a complete cunt right now. Mm. Like, I'm glad she I'm, I'm sad that it took, you know, Alexia's tragic life to bring them back together. But I'm glad that she saw that, you know what, Nicole is a good person. Let's start fresh. I had a wall up because I'm used to, you know, people mm-hmm. putting on airs and talking about us behind our backs. So, mm-hmm. yes, I believed something that maybe I shouldn't have. Should have taken out your word. Like, I'm glad, she, I'm glad that they got better.
0: <laughs> um, but I,
1: Marisol should have had a mojito.
0: I mean... I just and her fucking like sippy cup and confessionals I'm obsessed with it I don't know why I'm not tired of it I can't get enough of it her like little bedazzled like JLo moment every time she picks it up she's like you guys haven't seen this before but like look at what I'm about to do like, I'm, I am making you believe that this is my trademark and I do believe it like I I find her so deeply enjoyable and the thing with Adriana is she adds so much value to the show I get it I just don't want either of them to be full-time right now because I think that they so excel in different ways at being friends and as you said like let's get more of Kiki's life and her world but I just think the cast is so good and so different obviously unfortunately for Alexia there seems to always she has what the heck? worst luck to start you haven't seen the reunion yet but like they start the reunion and get into stuff with her sons oh being my. arrested for alleged well, th- domestic you know, at violence. At the end
1: of the finale. Yeah, they did the little That headline. was her title card. Yeah. She
0: can't even get She fucking- cannot
1: catch a break. She
0: didn't. ostensibly much of the season was a lead up to her marriage, we get a handheld video of elopement in St. Bart's, which (laughs) looked fucking romantic. I'd die for an elopement, like, and it was a moneyed elopement. So, like, truly, I could not love it more. But, like, I couldn't believe we didn't see any of it. And then... Much like so much of Alexia's life, she doesn't (laughs) even get to own her exit card. Her exit card (laughs) belongs to her arrested, troubled son. It It just sucks.
1: Like there are very few like housewives biopics that I would watch. I would watch hers. Like I would watch her full from Mm. childhood having a gay closeted daddy all the way up Mm, to Herman. Yes. Like from that. Um you know, one of like wasn't her was it her first husband that was one of the cocaine Coke. cowboys? Yep, 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 which is on Netflix right. where I haven't watched, but a lot of so, people have watched. So, she, so she got a gay closeted daddy, a cocaine, cocaine cowboy first husband, a gay, gay. closeted second God bless. husband, God bless. a who then died
0: suddenly yep, after who, they got estranged right. or, or not estranged. And then the she
1: Definitely. has a son with. Would you call it like a mental disability now? Like, what would you call his? Which His, son? The one that was in the accident.
0: Oh, def- no, no. I would call it a significant physical disability, including a, a traumatic brain okay. injury of yep. significance. so brain every, injury. Every brain injury is yep. of significance, yep. but yeah.
1: So with a brain injury, mm-hmm. and then her mom dying on her wedding day, and then… Dying gran- on her then, wedding and day. And then grandpa dying, like, before the, the rescheduled wedding.
0: Did grandpa die?
1: Some grandparent died because maybe tons, Because then it was like because right. then it was like four months later. Right, 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 right. Grandparent. Right. And then son. Yeah. So I would watch her biopic. Who would you watch? What would be your... I mean
0: <laughs> of anybody?
1: Yeah, what is your housewife That's biopic? Such a good question.
0: I mean, you're you're saying Alexia, and I'm like, I would watch the absolute fuck out yep, of that. that so. Um there are, as- you know what, my gut instinct, Alexia is 100% the number one. There are aspects of Bethany's extremely troubled childhood. Mm-hmm.
1: That would play good on Lifetime.
0: That would play good on Lifetime that I want, but I want to see HBO prestige. I don't want to see, <laughs> Alexia could make Lifetime look like HBO, but Bethany's childhood can't do it. You need to like have the script tight because that could be real bad real mm-hmm. quick. But the racetrack, the mother great. narcissism, the then trying to it get a relationship with her as an adult. For
1: white people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! And Bethany's like, I wear a sapphire, so that's close. Right. Nice. Um, and I pushed myself to the top. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only the real reader's gonna get that one. I got it. I got it.
0: Um, I feel like that could be magical. Can I ask you? Were you surprised at all by how? crucial alexia was to the narrative of miami going in noting how she was the first time miami happened
1: yes only because i didn't expect more tragedy (laughs) like without the tragedy she wouldn't have been integral to
0: but she had so much continuing trad she has so much (laughs) ongoing trauma (laughs) but like for like the sun stuff because alexia is
1: not a compelling person to me she's not that funny she doesn't have like like one liner. Like, it's everything happens around, everything happens around into her. But she does not, she has not made anything happen herself.
0: You know why Alexia to me is such a good housewife? Because she is a good person who's not perfect. She has obvious seeming imperfections in how she responds to people, the ways she can get incredibly reactive very quickly, the way that she gets heated extremely quickly. And Nicole's like, chill the fuck out like (laughs) there are aspects of her that are interesting because they are so obviously and people are made of we are drawn together according to our imperfections in many ways and to see someone who is a woman to me of such extreme decency who is trying to cope the best way she can with trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma after meeting the love of her life And introducing him to the trauma and like him bringing in his own trauma Mm -hmm. and dealing with all of that and seeing how she behaves in heightened situations, which might be, of course, according to some of that ongoing drama might be a reaction to it. But to watch her and be like, you are a whole person in the sense that I'm there are aspects of you that I don't think I could that I could ever be like, I don't I don't know that I would be able to cope and go through life the level that she is if the things that she had gone through as a parent had happened to me like there But was...
1: you also don't know what you can deal with until you have to deal with it that's like, true there are a lot of things that's true. that have, like happened to me if it was like if you had asked me the year before they happened if i could cope with it i would say no and if you asked alexia if she could have dealt with you know her mom dying her wedding day she would have told you no i've been through too much already right but then it happened and what did she do bounce she... back
0: i mean i think my thing is like The stuff with Frankie touches me at such a level because I, my Mm -hmm. parents, sort of our lives broke when my brother broke Mm -hmm. his neck and is now a high level quadriplegic. And so to watch the ways that her family copes or doesn't and is like stuck at the trauma point is not a trigger to me. It's a connector, but it feels very deep because like I watch that family scene and I know how honest it is and I know how painful it is. And it's like, I don't think. I would I don't think my family would be open to having that I know that they wouldn't be open to having that kind of conversation. So I watch the bravery that she has, but I also know as the sibling of someone whose sibling in my life forever changed like I wouldn't be able to do what my parents did. Mm-hmm. I I know it. I know as a fact. I I don't want to be in that position to have to watch my child almost die and then have our lives die with it you know like mm-hmm. it's just I, I just couldn't do it I just I've experienced too much trauma associated with it I don't think I think that's a big part of like why I don't think I want to have Kids. biological children because <laughs> I don't want to be in that position I just I've seen so much trauma that I, I just don't want to be in that space but the reality of life is Decisions, you never know what's going to happen. Right. And the decisions that you make don't necessarily preclude you from experiencing traumas like that. It just mm-hmm. means that you're making a different decision in the meantime. And also, I could change my mind tomorrow. So, like, yeah. who's even to say? <laughs> um, but I think it shows – I think I think she's a remarkable housewife. I just – do you think that she'll have a season of
1: – Just carefree, fun?
0: In the context of, of how that can – be had noting that she's still dealing with stuff i mean yeah
1: it's possible (coughs) yeah um because like i said like most of it is because something happens to her yeah so she didn't cause any of the trauma that is you know happening to her so if she can get Mm -hmm. by without anybody in her life dying or hitting someone then she will have a drama-free season where she can just have petty drama and petty arguments with the other women.
0: That's what I love. When she has like a petty moment, which she's only been able to get in little vignettes, I love that because I'm like, okay, great. This is a space where you have the freedom to make a bad decision without um, uh, life-altering consequences. consequences." Thank you so much. Like when she's a dick to Nicole or whomever else or she's like it's i love it for her because i'm like great this is a position you get to
1: play you get to you get to be on housewives now and that's great and the
0: stakes are too big for her in her real life i love watching her be a bitch to someone also i have to say i don't speak a lick of spanish but nothing I feel such a connection to watching these women so fluidly I That's love nice. it I just it makes I me feel so accents. happy like, I love like their accent. when accents. Nicole
1: in, is, oh is getting like, like animated yes. in English and the accent starts coming I was like
0: yes Nicole oh my god <laughs> like, they're they're women of such incredible power oh that power. moment
1: where um, Gertie and Kiki uh like at the funeral like before the funeral mm. and they slipped into Haitian Creole to each other Mm. and i was like oh that's great i'd never seen that before like that's wonderful like they just like just it was a quick little moment Mm. and i was like oh great
0: (laughs) do you find people talking about miami in the way that you think it's deserved yeah good i do
1: i feel like i feel like it energized kind of (laughs) the franchise a little bit yeah like it um, it was very exciting and it was very surprising how exciting it was. Mm. It was fresh. A lot of firsts on here. You mm. have like a lesbian, lesbian. housewife. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's it was very different mm-hmm. because the cast was very unique and the situations that they found themselves in were unique because the cast was unique. So it was great.
0: Martina <laughs> Navratilova's what she is the spouse of a real housewife I,
1: crowd crazy and it's
0: so <laughs> perfect it is i can't it i honestly feel a glow when i think about miami this is like the reason that we love housewives and we love diverse storytelling and we love money because story historians- money
1: Insane. We haven't that actually
0: crazy. unpacked <laughs> it. I think that's going to be a big part. And again, guys, I only watched the beginning of the of the reunion because there was seven thousand hours of content. But like, I think we're going to get more of it on the reunion because she will have the space and the time in which to share more. Mm-hmm. But I think we'll get a lot of it next season. I think we're going to get more of it next season. that's
1: good. Yeah, like she she was the one I was most excited about when the cast was released because mm. I looked her up i was like oh who is this lady and i was like what happened to her (laughs) it's like oh my gosh like that like when she broke down at the little memorial Mm. about her you know dead son Mm. that was like crazy because you know she's never gotten closer for that never
0: how could you
1: exactly like We don't know where that lady is. Where is the nanny? She just kind of disappeared after that. So. Very weird. Very strange. Very yep. suspicious yep. circumstances. She will never know. That's always going to be like a question mark an empty space. Mm. So, yeah. Very uh, it great casting there. And you know how we got that casting? Adriana. Thank you very much. <laughs> um. Okay. Fine.
0: <laughs> I think I just, I, I'm really, a, it's like we have to find the time and the space to celebrate um, the artistic excellence as it comes, because you know that there are going to be what is it like a fallow season? Like, you know, there's going to be some <laughs> valleys ahead. So let's just enjoy yeah, the peak while exactly. we have it, great. because this is a great moment. And, and I think everybody there we go
1: turn because everybody, you know what? You know what's really great about Miami? Like nobody flopped.
0: Nobody flopped. Nobody flopped. Not a single N- not one even flopped. the
1: friends flopped. Like, not an episode flopped. flopped. Right. There was not even a I flop episode. I just realized episode. that, that, like, nobody none flopped. of the cast members are dispensable.
0: No. That's And great. they all work. Yep. They, they, they all work.
1: They brought, like, that. good job.
0: Also, <laughs> I really appreciate, again, there's no, I've said this previously, and there's, like, no good way to say it, but I find Lenny and Lisa's marriage situation. Endlessly fascinating because he, like, hates his <laughs> wife and she is trying to force him to stay. And it's just I didn't expect it. She, and she's trying to force herself
1: to Day as well like when she's going around oh, asking everybody like oh do do you, like isn't lenny cute isn't lenny cute like she needs that validation for yeah. people to tell her that lenny's cute because she doesn't think lenny's cute i think lenny is cute <laughs> like, but like but she is not secure in how she feels about this man that she's stuck with as well and so she wants Jesus everybody she Raffi. wants a little boost to you know make her more comfortable with the fact that she's stuck with this man that she don't like either <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's such a good point because I'm even thinking about it in a way that does not take note of her own agency Yeah, which is and that's a great but counter I, you know, to that but
1: you know in a difference between like Jen and Ryan I think they despise each other. But I think Linny and Lisa just don't like each other. Yeah. But that's but it's not point. but not maliciously don't like. Yes. Like I think they are pleasantly tolerable of each other. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like I don't feel like their marriage is on the rocks. Like I don't feel like you they're don't? I don't feel like they're on the headed for divorce. I think they are committed to just kind of like, ugh.
0: They're resigned. Yeah, they're, they're like form resigned. Of commitment like, is a know, resignation. Yeah, it's like we
1: got two kids, like I got my trophy wife, you got your rich husband, we got two kids, maybe a third if she decides to do IVF and it's like, Ugh, okay, fine. Our life is great, whatever. But not like um but not like I'm depressed about it. It's just kinda yeah. like rolling your eyes about it. I don't know how to explain it. It feels like a light hearted dislike of each I other I love
0: this this is <laughs> fascinating because even in the like confessionals he's like I have I can't believe I have to sit next to you and listen to you talk which I'm like and she's the so same way by.
1: she is the same way she's just better
0: at she's just yes because she's
1: camera ready like yeah she, that's true like, that's really true and also like of course you're gonna like see it from Lenny Moore because his face moves (laughs) like you're not gonna you're not gonna see how much Lisa is annoyed because her face does not move at all
0: has there ever been you know people use the language of plastic surgery and I find myself slightly um bewildered by some of it because I don't I don't I don't speak the the language but I'd one day (laughs) love to learn to be able to afford to learn but the filler has there ever been filler used well or is that even a question on housewives or is that even a question because we wouldn't know that it was filler if it was
1: um if i went through a rolodex i could probably find you like filler done well yeah um but (laughs) for lisa it's not just the filler it's like also the like tightening in the boats, Like her face doesn't move.
0: Yeah, but it's and- also very thick. It looks like her skin is quite thick. Right, <laughs> Quite thick. <laughs> it just It, it does. looks like her skin is quite thick. It, it's like <laughs> she added a layer and the layer is like two to four inches. And it's like outside of, I mean that sincere. And she goes on the reunion and she's getting it taken out, but I don't even understand how you dissolve it. And guys, again, 2022 is the year of not learning. I don't want to learn about it. I don't want to know. I just want to question things and keep moving it is my safe space yeah i'm sure
1: someone has has good fillers.
0: yeah i mean like i, I will I, I,
1: i'll i'll compile you a list thank you i, I appreciate will that. go through and look at everyone's thank you fillers please now i'm invested
0: thank you and i appreciate that <laughs> and speaking of investment i do want to shift gears to new jersey because Holy shit! Can I ask you? Did you watch the Louis clip of the video? Since Bravo was it, unable to, why can't show. They show it? Because I'm sure he was like, "I'm gonna sue the absolute oh, fuck out of you if you do," and yeah, maybe the woman it. didn't get permission. I watched it when it, it guess, when yeah. it
1: first like you know made the rounds. I watched it, mm-hmm. um, but I only watched it once because I hate Teresa, so I wasn't like really invested. <laughs> so I watched it once just out of curiosity. I wanted to see. I was like, "Oh, I-, I was," you know, I probably made the same face that Marge did, just like, "Oh." OK, that's weird. <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, I saw maybe two seconds of it when it came out, but I watched 90 seconds of it today. I don't know if the full clip is a minute thirty, but that's what, what I found available. <laughs> and it is fascinating that he like quite literally proposed to this woman mm-hmm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And yet in the scene is absolutely rewriting I'm history. I'm fascinated
1: that nobody pushed back.
0: I think that they were afraid of him in the moment. And shouldn't the person who's pushing back be his fucking now fiance? No, like, no. They don't need to fact check him in the moment. They just need him to not snap.
1: No, like <laughs> Teresa's not gonna. Teresa is my least favorite person. I just, really? ugh, I cannot stand Teresa mm. because, you know, I actually had a better view of her after girls trip. Mm. Like my view yep. of Teresa changed. Well, it altered slightly mm-hmm. after girls trip because before girls trip, I knew that Teresa was the dumbest person on the planet and I knew that she was an extreme narcissist, but Mm -hmm. I assumed that she was also super malicious and didn't have any goodness in her. On Girl's Trip, I realized, oh, she is a stupid narcissist, but there is goodness in her.
0: Mm -hmm. There definitely is.
1: Right. I did not. She can
0: be a woman of like great warmth. I did
1: not see any goodness in Teresa before Girl's Trip. Mm -hmm. Um, So now, you know, she's back in her habitat and she's just. being stupid narcissist Teresa like she is the dumbest person but she's also a self-centered person so like this fight that she's having right now with uh Melissa and well the same fight that she's always having where mm-hmm. you know they have to stick up for her but she don't have to stick up for them it's right. the same fight right um, and she cannot contextualize that she did anything wrong because she's stupid and she is a narcissist who can't have Like, everybody has to be on her side all the Mm. time. It always has to be about her, and she can't see that she needs to be there for anybody else. I just don't understand how these people operate around her.
0: What's the difference between a lack of intelligence and just an instinct for relying on one's instinct, like a guttural instinct? To me, Teresa, I, I mean, like, intelligence aside, is to me a very instinctive person. She relies on her instinct and maybe... She was put in a position where she absolutely had to, and then make decisions according to like how much she needed to bury what she knew reality could potentially be like. How much of a lack of intelligence would you associate with just her coping mechanism and the no, way that that's she was? Why, no, the way that she was relying
1: raging? only on your gut is a lack of intelligence because we all have gut instincts. Your intelligence and rationale comes in to either go with your gut or to check it. That's where the logic comes in. Like if you like are, you know, my gut says my instinctive reaction to do something Mm -hmm. might be whatever. And then you take a beat and you think about what it was. So if your instinctive reaction in the moment is to be upset at Melissa for whatever Mm -hmm. reason and you go with it because Mm -hmm. your brain never turned on. And it never took in the rest of the situation because you're stupid Mm. and you can't process outside information. Like over the course of the series, Teresa blows up when too much information is presented to her. She overloads because she can't handle too much information at once. She just continues to just run on adrenaline and gut because once you give her too much input, the computer overloads. Like that's it. Do
0: you think that Joe is similar?
1: Joe is similar in the fact that he's like really passionate but joe thinks yeah. like joe is not a stupid person no crook is a stupid person
0: oh my god <laughs> like, he's coming for god. you as soon as he finishes jacking off in like, the car
1: oh uh, he's so hot he's top 10 <laughs> <laughs> no he's not oh my god joe is so hot
0: okay there's a great point in that after show because during the episode Everyone was like, This is absolutely legit. He absolutely watches porn in the car. Mm -hmm. And then during the after show, Melissa's like, No, he definitely doesn't. It was a joke. It was a joke. And there's a moment where Joe's like, Uh, uh, um uh marge's joe is saying like if you really do this you're a fucking moron and you need to stop because it's dangerous and there's a moment where joe almost like looks to the camera and he starts (laughs) blushing and he's like he has a little smile and he's like yeah i (laughs) i don't really do it it was a joke and we all know that he really does it 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 was very charming i I have to say i couldn't stop laughing
1: adorable joe has good fillers joe gorga (laughs) he has good Filler.
0: That's a good point. Also, Melissa's yes. work is good. even Melissa's, though you really, I, don't know, I don't really know move. about
1: her fillers. Like I know. She's I don't know had, about fillers. I don't know, I don't know about filler. fillers. But like Joe has fillers, and they're great. <laughs> wow.
0: And you think he's a top ten? Yes. Hottest. You would put him above Evan Goldschneider? Oh yeah.
1: Like Evan's not.
0: <laughs> Are you he's fucking so kidding? Hotter.
1: He's so much hotter. Oh than my Evan. god.
0: The things that I would do to Evan Goldschneider, the things that he would do to me, as I again a place of glowing, I would just be like, Joe. Oh my my, god.
1: Joe is probably my number one.
0: Joe Gorga. Joe
1: is probably my number one. He's been so hot for so long.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> he's so hot,
1: and I love a little meatball. <laughs> he he's definitely a little, is. Yeah, he's a little, little juicy meatball.
0: Jesus. Um, <laughs> shifting ever so slightly. Um, how did you unpack the um, Jen, Aiden, Marge, Melissa of it all with some, I guess, some jacket
1: <laughs> What's the Melissa of it all? The you charging. mean what's the
0: uselessness of the- it all? <laughs>
1: Sorry, Melissa. The
0: charging, <laughs> the charging. Um,
1: I didn't see Melissa's charging. I thought she was trying to leave. I didn't. Well, I didn't think she was charging. Maybe she after thought so Jen. too,
0: and she was like, "Oh wait, I <laughs> ran right. on the wrong side of the table." Yeah, I thought. She was I guess try- I'm confronting you. I thought she was trying to leave. <laughs> like, well,
1: like when I watched maybe the it, scene. yeah, I thought she was trying to like go in the house, like leave the patio. Um, so I didn't see her as charging after <laughs> Jen at all.
0: Somebody posted a TikTok today. I wish I remembered who did and <laughs> the person's TikTok, but it was um like the reasons that you know Melissa didn't actually want to fight because she always finds a piece of furniture to run around. She never goes straight and she's like there's a big difference between Melissa always finding a table to run around and Dolores who goes straight at you. And well, like, like I'm going to fuck That's you another up. thing.
1: Like Melissa has never fought anyway and she's not yeah. going to.
0: But she loves to run around a table aggressively yeah. so
1: that's she fun. loves like an aggressive i would tea like if, if melissa got up near me like that would not do anything to, like I, I would not be afraid that something was going to happen like mm. if melissa just got up near my presence i'd be like oh it's dinner over mm. like it's not it's not exciting or scary in any way but
0: how do you find yourself um reacting to melissa versus jen
1: What is Melissa versus Jen? Jen's like your your husband's a little bitch
0: boy and you guys are crooks. And I did this shit about Evan, but don't worry about it. And somehow it's (laughs) all your Um, fault.
1: So I'm never on Jen's side (laughs) Mm. because. (laughs) But I do understand her fight with Marge. Okay. I understand her point of view. And I don't disagree with her point where she is saying that, you know, Jen talking about Marge. She's talking about things that Marge said. Mm-hmm. Marge's talking about Jen. She's talking about things that Jen never wanted to be on television. So it is a little bit different because it's like, Marge, you said these things. These are th- This is part of your story. This mm-hmm. is a part of you that everybody in the country knows, blah, blah, blah. blah. So I'm commenting on it because every, everybody knows. I'm not t- saying right. anything new. Marge saying that was new information to everybody. It's new information to Jen. Like when Jen was in her confessional talking about, you know, their, uh, what, Syrian Orthodox community or whatever, and um, Turkish. Oh, was it Turkish? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, she was talking about like their Orthodox community. I could be
0: fucking that up. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Apologies. I don't remember. Apologies to the community. (laughs) Genuinely, I'm sorry. I forget. Yeah. But she
1: was talking about like they didn't know, and you know, Bill is kind of like a pillar in the community, Mm -hmm. and How is that going to look now that all of these people know that he cheated on her? Mm -hmm. How is that going to reflect on her? And she was like very honest with the fact that, you know, his parents are probably going to come and tell her, like, you didn't do your job as a wife. And that's why he did that. So it just kind of opened up a whole can of worms in Jen's life Mm -hmm. that she thought was closed 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I understand her reaction and I don't disagree with her point. And I wish the other women would take a beat to, like, sort of understand exactly what she's saying about that. Mm -hmm. It was like, you have opened this chapter in my life that I closed. Mm -hmm. The chapter I was commenting on your life, you opened and were continuing to write. Like, you, like, are talking about this. Mm -hmm. So it is a little bit different.
0: But when it comes to new information, how does that work within the context of Jackie and Evan? Because obviously that was seemingly new information to Jackie. Couldn't one argue that her... Um, argument about Bill is sort of uh, counterproductive. Whose In-
1: argument about
0: Jen's argument that, like, this is new information, I wanted to keep quiet. Like, is w- then why is talking about like the Evan rumors any different from that, except that maybe Jackie didn't know that they existed? Like, doesn't that make it people keep saying that because the Evan stuff isn't real, that that makes it less damaging or less affecting? than Bill's stuff because it really did happen. Well, like I what's think the Jen difference? Is, I think
1: Jen was horrible to Jackie. Yeah. And so Jackie has every right to hate her. But I was just talking about like her and Marge specifically. I got but it. Yeah, she was terrible to Jen. She went around digging for more information later.
0: Yeah. And like, then Teresa did the whole where you weren't malicious and Jen's like, I wasn't, but it's like, okay, that's literally yeah. the only reason you were doing this stuff was specifically because of that.
1: Because Teresa's stupid and Jen is malicious. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're just kind of sticking together as bad people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm annoyed where Dolores is going to end up in this because Dolores does have two brain cells to rub together. And she recognizes that Jen is in the wrong, but she cannot go against Teresa for any reason. So she's going to end up in that triumvirate at some point.
0: Do you think she ever would? No. And why is that?
1: I don't know. Does. I, Did she bury some bodies and Teresa know where they are? Like, I have no idea why she's so loyal to this person. Teresa would forget at this point if it happened
0: more than a year ago, which it probably (laughs) did.
1: Like, I have no idea why she's so loyal to this person other than, you know, just general New Jersey loyalty.
0: I think that might be a part of it. It's like we always look through the eyes of production, but these women have been in each other's lives. They're saving like their entire lives. Uh, More than that. She knew them when they were kids. So, Mm -hmm. oh, actually, yeah, 40 something years. years. So I don't know that that is even a possibility. I think Mm -mm. that there is such a connection. Like you don't throw away,
1: like their family.
0: And it's it's closer to the idea of a classic, traditional Italian, you defend your family with Teresa Mm -hmm. and Dolores than it is with Teresa and Melissa and Joe. I mean, that's where you see the example. Yep.
1: And I don't understand that. (laughs) I don't. I was like, why would you go so? But, you know would we haven't seen Teresa have to go hard for Dolores the way that she has needed to go for Joe and do you Melissa think she would it. no because she didn't have it in her really? and so Dolores has not been in a position where she needed defending or had to choose right but so that would be interesting if somebody <laughs> can ooh, make that's happen. what I want yeah <laughs> production who is working on that can we get that to happen can we like truman show (laughs) this a little bit that's what i need i need a little truman show manager so we can yes because i want to see what would happen if Teresa had to defend dolores against Mm. her own instinct
0: someone needs to storyboard this and at least send us some screenshots that'd be great we'd really appreciate it it. make it happen um can i just tell you how delightful this has been. I am obsessed with you. I love, I feel, I honestly feel like I'm like riding a high right now being here with you in person recording. I feel nothing but gratitude and I'm so thankful for you schlepping to the Upper East Side to do this because Um, you're gonna be back next week, is what I have to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't discuss it. Um, can you tell the folks how to support your writing, where to read you, where to follow you on social, and get in touch about a a coat or a a blanket? But after me, (laughs) wait your fucking turn, guys. Um, Tell us everything.
1: Rafi D'Angelo everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, my website is about dot com. If you wanna. See, do I have to say it? I don't really write about housewives that often. No, you don't. I think the last thing I wrote about was like, um, them putting random women of color in these all-white casts and mm-hmm. how that's just abusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that was the last thing I wrote about. Um, but yep, yeah, that's where you can read my little writings. I write a little less now because. I have a big boy job in finding it. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I'm trying to get back on a writing schedule yes. once I get my work schedule under control mm-hmm. because I used to write in the mornings before work. Mm-hmm. And so that is the goal, to be able to write in the mornings before work.
0: And your writing is i mean it's just honestly really beautiful you're a wonderful storyteller and yay, yay, yay. i go to your site quite often <laughs> um and i'm always absolutely genuinely uh, enamored with what you have to say so i can't thank more highly you, encourage you. that people follow you and do all the supportive things but again uh, don't ask for a blanket until mine is done um <laughs> Guys, really important, exciting news. Andy's Girls 300th episode was announced, sent it, and, uh, you know, on social, and uh, announced it, and, uh, you know, told some Patreon supporters about it, too. Um, the 300th episode of Andy's Girls is going to be recorded live here in New York City on Saturday, March 26th doors open at 8 o'clock. The show is at 9. Tickets are 20 in advance and 25 at the door. It is a huge deal for us to be doing another show back at Club Coming um, here downtown in New York City. And the one thing that I ask and beg um, is that people buy tickets. We want to be able to do this again and expand. Um, if you had ever asked me when we started Andy's Girls, Damien and I, as a one-off science experiment that um, this show would be recorded, episode 300 i would have absolutely told you to go fuck yourself and also asked him um, about my checking account because i would have thought i would be making bajillions um but it's a really 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 big deal we want to be able to celebrate it and the guest co-host for for that night i'm going to be joined by fashion writer critic the person i call the doris kearns goodwin of bravo evan ross katz so and maybe some special guest. So um, I'm really, really excited about it. I would love to see AGs there, be able to celebrate, have some Prosecco and some sparkling seltzer with you. Uh, we do a QA and a so you can ask us whatever you want during the show and um, drinking games and um, and again, seltzer friendly um, and so much else. It's a great opportunity to go solo with friends. You get to meet AGs and... Um, you know, everyone's a vaccinista. It's a lot of fun. You can buy tickets available now at Um, Send me a DM, tell me if you're going. I'm so excited about it. And also I have my eye on upgrading AG tech, which I have wanted to do for literal years. Um, there is a beautiful piece of tech that I would love to get. And so I'm hoping that people attend and we sell out because I would love to use this as an opportunity not to pay my bills, but <laughs> um, to improve AG. That's essentially what happens with Patreon supporters and other ways of supporting AG. It a lot of it goes back into the podcast itself. It's the joy of being an indie podcaster, producer, and host. Um, it's a lot of money and a lot of time. So if you are not a Patreon Andy's Girls supporter, join. You get exclusive bonus episodes, invites to Zoom Kikis, and so much more. I put up a satchel spectacular. That's actually like monologuing about some other stuff too, um, on the Patreon this week, which is patreon.com/slash andysgirls. a month gets you my love and support, $5 a month gets you two bonus episodes, $10 a month gets you four bonus episodes, and you can also do a uh, premium tier and record a Patreon app or just chat with me privately for an hour on Zoom. Um, So that's patreon.com slash andyscrolls. And I also just want to say we did a thing during COVID called Small Business Satchels of Gold, which are shout outs to small businesses, um, that we want to support obviously with everything going on in the economy here in the u.s and abroad we want to make sure that we are able to amplify Um, and celebrate some of our favorite uh, stores and businesses, companies, restaurants, and bars. And it's Women's History Month. So um, hopefully every episode for the month of March, I'm going to be highlighting a small business I love. My guest co-host will as well. And I would love to also feature AG Satchels of Gold that are related to small businesses. So if you have a small business that's owned or operated by a woman that you would love to highlight Email them to me at the email address andysgirlsshow at gmail.com. andysgirlsshow at gmail.com. Send me uh, the name if they have social media links and your reasons why you want them to be highlighted as the small business satchel submitted by AGs. Um, but I'm going to turn it over to Rafi. Rafi, do you have any small business satchels that are woman owned owned um, operated? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, words are hard. Um, that you'd love to highlight.
1: Sure. Um, so there's a restaurant on the Lower East Side called Dirt Candy. I think it has a. Group, oh, you know Dirt Candy.
0: Yes, I haven't been, but I love them. Oh, yes. I support them in theory. I have to go though. <laughs> you I do tell have to tell go. me everything. I so love I love a, hearing about them. It yeah. is
1: a vegetarian restaurant mm-hmm. by Amanda Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of their offerings are tasting menu i don't think you yeah it
0: switched over from a la carte to right. prefix yeah so
1: and they change it seasonally yep. like i looked at it uh, the other day and it has like some really interesting dishes on there it's usually like five courses yeah i think yeah, uh, yeah starting yeah. with an appetizer ending with dessert but usually they send out like you know little little bites in between mm. like little nibbles of things because they mm-hmm. have the tasting menu that's set but i think yes. they also just like make extras depending on like what's fresh Gosh, what can we make that. today so that's a great little restaurant down there. And for people who aren't in New York City, um, especially women of color across the country, there is a great uh, sunscreen. Well, they Ooh. don't just do sunscreen, but um, there's a lady named Catania Bro who came up with this line called Unsun and they do great sunscreens for women of color so you don't get like that ashy Mm. look afterwards um it's clean ingredients they're safe even for like little kids Mm. um so look into that it's unsun u-n-s-u-n by katanya bro
0: I love that. And um both sound absolutely fantastic. I do need to actually get to dark candy as like a vegetarian vegan. Mm-hmm. Like I absolutely do. And I have been reading about them and in my head supporting them in theory, but not actually dying there. And it's ridiculous. Right. This is I'm my not inspiration. A vegetarian, but you love, but food. You yes, love, good love food. the food. That you is, love good food. You love you make good That is one food. of
1: my top restaurants in the city. Holy shit. Like actually two of my top ten restaurants in the city are vegetarian. Like that one and then my other one is ha ha ha, the vegan taco place oh yeah 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 which is so good so that's also a top 10 there's restaurant.
0: like a fish thing that's not fish. Yep, that's like fish f- taco. Oh, my God. One they're of my fucking top three. Great.
1: The sweet potato is my favorite. Yes. Well, depending on the day, it's the sweet potato, the mushroom mm-hmm. or the fish taco or the chorizo taco.
0: And it's spelled J A J A J A. Yes. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend that as well. Um, listen, the small business natural I want to highlight is one of my favorite places to go to. I always love to hop and explore and just feel so taken care of Co- a business company delight called Cap bird whose mission is to make beautiful, sparkling, responsibly made jewelry and more that will bring you joy now through forever. I'm wearing a bunch of Catbird pieces. Uh, It is owned and operated, created by two women, one of whom I'm afraid I'm going to butcher her name, Roni. um, I've interacted with before one of the owners and she's absolutely fantastic. A fellow Hebrew, Shalom. And the pieces that they make, I'm looking at my hand, I'm literally wearing On my body right now, no less than 10 pieces of Catbird. I love them. It's all very delicate, stackable pieces. And you walk into their store, whether you order online or walk into their store in Williamsburg or downtown Manhattan, you always feel taken care of. Everything is so beautiful and so lovely. They make you feel good. And they're also an absolutely socially responsible company. They just announced commitments of tens of thousands of dollars to help the people of Ukraine. And um, they're constantly looking for ways to invest in the New York City community, in the communities of women of color, in the communities of women who are jewelry makers. (laughs) and so much more. Um, I really, really love Catbird. And um, so guys, if you're interested in uh, learning more about any of the companies and folks that we just mentioned, I'm going to include links in the show notes for you to shop your little hearts out. And again, Women's History Month, that's right, we get a month Um, and go us. So if you have a small business satchel, email it to me, okay? Because I'd love to feature your pick your suggestions, including your own businesses and companies, uh, slide into my email and let me know. Um, Rafi. Hi. Do you follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley? I do. Thank you. (laughs) Um, This was quite an episode. I just really just can't thank you enough. This was just really wonderful. Thanks for having me over. I loved it. And guys, I'm hoping to do more um, in-person COVID-safe and um and it feels great. It feels honestly like a little bit of a return home for AG. And so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Hopefully this app brought you a little bit of light. And on that note, guys, we'll um talk to you later. Larsa. Um I just want to say again that I support you in maybe being a bad person. I just want to say that you're giving me great content and that's the note we're going to end on this week. All right, guys, hope you're all doing okay and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.